0: Hey everyone, this is Adam Ellenboss from Right Light Astrology, and today we are going to continue our series on the Tao Te Ching for astrologers by looking at verses 79 and 80, uh, which means that we have only one more episode left after today because the uh, Tao Te Ching goes to verse 81 and is finished. Um, it's been really fun to go through this text with all of you, exploring it in uh kind of a parallel study with astrology and the philosophy of astrology why did early mystics and sages believe that we needed astrology in our lives and how what are the parallels between what they said and what the um the wisdom of the Tao de jing says so uh if you have not listened to the series before you don't have to have listened to all the episodes in a row you can jump in really at any point in the series all the verses are standalone uh and you know w- you can grasp something from really any of these episodes without having had any background in the doubt Te Of course, if you want to read along with this series, as you know, we, if you've been watching it, we have been using the Tartar Cornerstone Editions translation by Jonathan Starr. Uh, I highly recommend picking up a copy of that so you can follow along. I am going to go through each of the verses the two verses for the day twice once through and then the second time through i pause after each verse and offer some reflections in light of our study of astrology the purpose behind this has been to just pause midweek and refresh ourselves spiritually why am i here what is it what role does astrology play in my life um i think it's really important to do that because uh you know, if we just get caught up in the astrology forecasts as a kind of celestial gossip column, and we don't check in with ourselves, I think it's easy to lose something. So, uh, something important that that keeps uh, our compass pointed toward that North Star, so to speak, toward the, toward toward a spiritual um, in a spiritual direction. Anyway, so that's our that's our uh, goal for today. Anyway, before we get into it, don't forget to like and subscribe, share your comments in the comment section. I love hearing your insights and wisdom as we've gone through this series. It's been a real delight. Uh, you can find transcripts of any of my daily talks on the website, which is nightlightastrology.com. If you go over there, you're also going to notice that we have a new class coming up starting on February 17th, uh, which is the new Masterclass series. Uh, there's one series of four classes per season. Uh, and the winter series starts this week. So I check that out. There is need-based tuition. If people could use some help, there's also an early bird payment. Uh, you can sign up for all four programs or do an a la carte with any of the master classes. So yeah, check it out. If you have any questions, email us info at nightlightastrology.com. I hope to see some of you in this Friday's class. All right, let's go ahead and bring up our verses for the day. We are on verses 79 and 80. Let me put this into full screen mode. We're going to read through them twice and then offer some reflections. Verse 79. After settling a great dispute, some resentment is sure to remain. Being content with what you have is always best in the end. The sage always assumes the debt as if holding the left side of a contract. He gives and gives and wants nothing in return. One with true virtue always seeks a way to give. One who lacks true virtue always seeks a way to get. To the giver comes the fullness of life. To the taker, just an empty hand. Though the Tao of heaven has no favorites, it always sides with one who has a pure heart. Verse 80. Let every state be simple, like a small village with few people. There may be tools to speed things up ten or a hundred times, yet no one will care to use them. There may be boats and carriages, yet they will remain without riders. There may be armor and weaponry, yet they will sit collecting dust. The people must take death seriously and not waste their lives in distant lands. Let them return to the knotting of cord. Let them enjoy their food and care for their clothing. Let them be content in their homes and joyful in the way they live. Neighboring villages are within sight of each other. Roosters and dogs can be heard in the distance. Should a man grow old and die without ever leaving his village, let him feel as though there was nothing he missed. It's a beautiful verse. Let's go back to 79. We're going to read it again and then pause and offer some reflections. uh, In again, in light of our studies of astrology. Verse 79, after settling a great dispute, some resentment is sure to remain. Being content with what you have is always best in the end. The sage always assumes the debt as if holding the left side of a contract. He gives and gives and wants nothing in return. One with true virtue always seeks a way to give. One who lacks true virtue always seeks a way to get. To the giver comes the fullness of life, to the taker just an empty hand. Though the Tao of heaven has no favorites, it always sides with one who has a pure heart. There's an interesting um, question that I sometimes get from students, which is, uh, you know, how much fate is there in astrology and how much free will is there in astrology? And uh, this is a question that I'm actually covering this week in uh, a special talk with um, a friend of mine and fellow astrologer, Chris Brennan of the Astrology Podcast. He's come on to do an interview with me about fate and free will. Free will, And we've already recorded it. But as, as I was uh, thinking through this verse today, I was reflecting on our conversation and that question that we both get. And actually we get from students all the time about fate and free will, how much fate and how much free will is there in ancient astrology. And I like to, I like to respond to that question in the same way, which is to say that our, the, it's, rather than trying to quantify like how much control do I have through my free will versus how much is out of my control through fate, that I like to think, think of fate and free will as two sides of a coin. Uh, They're like the, or like the picture of the yin and yang. They're part of an interaction, a dance of life that is constant. And what I like about this verse is that it, it is pointing to that dance. Look, you have free will, and the best thing to do with your free will is remain open and receptive to the flow of the Tao, to the flow of events in our lives. When you do that without seeking too much and striving and trying to assert and take and dominate or just trying to get something out of every situation, what's amazing is that you walk around with the equivalent of an empty cup or an open bowl. And then the universe can fill you. In any situation, the trick to feeling fulfilled and to feeling as though you're sort of getting what you want out of a situation is to not have an agenda and instead to be in um, a position of receptivity. Another way of talking about being in a... People think when you say receptivity that you mean neutral and detached, but that's not what receptive means. Receptivity is a bit more like an appreciating capacity. If you've ever practiced active listening, for example, you'll notice that when you practice active listening, people become so much more interesting. (laughs) Why is that? It's not because what they're saying has uh, magically become so much more interesting. It's because the quality of consciousness that you're inhabiting is one of being interested. When you're interested, then things become interesting. So similarly, when we take up a kind of disposition toward the flow of events, which the planets always signify, it's the unfolding of fate. When we take an active position of interest, which is it's another way of talking about what receptivity is, then we find that the flow of cosmic events are always filling us up. And so in this way, the life path of astrology is always teaching us how to get the most out of any and every experience by staying open, by staying interested, by staying curious, by staying appreciative. That doesn't mean that you don't experience pleasure or pain. It doesn't mean that you don't have preferences. and It doesn't mean that you are passive and neutral in, in like a detached sense. No, it, it's a kind of active, interested, active, curious, active, engaged, but open, and that uh, way is the one the Tao Te Ching is describing here, uh, in my humble opinion. And it is also the one that ancient astrological sages talked about as the kind of consciousness we're trying to cultivate vis-a-vis the study of astrology. The study of astrology is not just the study of your birth chart, although that's part of it. It's also the active reflection on daily planetary transits and maybe how they interact with your birth chart. But the more you do that, the more that you feel as though the universe is on your side. And the question of whether it's fate or free will sort of doesn't, it becomes almost irrelevant. There's a sense in which your will is aligning to always receive fate in a way that is favorable. So I don't know uh, if that, hopefully that makes some sense. Let's go on to verse 80. Let every state be simple, like a small village with few people. There may be tools to speed things up ten or a hundred times, yet no one will care to use them. There may be boats and carriages, yet they will remain without riders. There may be armor and weaponry, yet they will sit collecting dust. The people must take death seriously and not waste their lives in distant lands. Let them return to the nodding of cord. Let them enjoy their food and care for their clothing. Let them be content in their homes and joyful in the way they live. Neighboring villages are within sight of each other. Roosters and dogs can be heard in the distance. Should a man grow old and die without ever leaving his village, let him feel as though there was nothing he missed. Now I read this to be the ultimate statement about just being present and living a life and being present and engaged in the simple everyday affair of living a life is good enough. I believe that although astrology is filled with the rhetoric of destiny and so many people use astrology to try to figure out their purpose, that over time what astrology does if you take it seriously is to empty your cup of the feeling that life needs to be anything more than what it is, which is glorious (laughs) and amazing. And astrology gives you what I call an appreciating capacity. As your appreciating capacity expands, experience itself, even the simplest things, not the kinds of things you have to cross the great river for or go to distant lands for, build skyscrapers for, become of infinite value. Your life becomes richer because of the presence you cultivate and the appreciation for events. And how can you grow to appreciate them with astrology? You grow to appreciate them because astrology gives you a kind of mirror through which to see the divine and archetypal nature of even the simplest things. For example, I'll never forget when I helped a farmer find her missing bull using a horary. And what I got from that was the feeling that not even a missing bull that had just wandered into a neighboring pasture, which we used a horary to locate very precisely. It was amazing. One of the most fantastic horaries I've ever done. And what that did for me was it affirmed within my heart that it doesn't have to be the extraordinary. It can be the bull. It can be the cottage. It can be the the everyday events. You know, it can be the the canceled airplane flight. <laughs> you know, it can be simple things that astrology it you utilizes uh, as a way of putting us back in touch with that cosmic sense of home. I'm I'm home here in this body in this life, and that's good enough. It's perfect. Anyway, that's our reflections for today. We have one last week left where we'll take a look at verse 81 and close our series. After this, the next series we'll be opening up um, semi-regularly will be a series on the moon through the 12 signs, continuing on the planets and profile series. I'm really excited, excited to start that. Uh, So we'll say more about that um, before we end the series next week. Hope you guys are having a nice week and that this was a useful pause, breathe and meditate moment for all of you. Take it easy, everyone. Bye.